Thoughts on 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 5. All humble. By that I mean, as Peter does, not only young men to be humble, but as he says in verse 5, and I'll read it to you, all of you, clothe yourselves with humility towards one another, because God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. All, not just young men, but all of us, all believers, this is the apostolic command, this is the law of Christ, this is not an option, this is not a piece of advice or a suggestion. No, it's the command of Christ to us through the Apostle. All of you, no rank, no order, uh, no kudos, no title, none of this name-calling, none of this kowtowing uh, in the wrong sense, a mutual humility. And Christendom, of course, has utterly ruined it. Look at Romanism, look at the hierarchy in Romanism. Now, the Reformers threw off much of Rome, but not all, and some of Romanism has stayed in the Reformed and Evangelical world. And this is one aspect of it. Uh, the move by the Fathers back to the Old Covenant of rank, of priesthood and clergy and all the rest of it has not been eradicated as it should be. We have great men, we have big men, we have star performers, and there is a kowtowing in the ecclesias of Christ, in the churches of Christ. No, says Peter, all of you be humble to each other. All of you. And he uses a graphic illustration. He says, clothe yourselves like you dress yourself each day. Adorn yourself with this. Uh, put on these garments of humility. Put it on consciously, deliberately. Cultivate this mind, this heart, this attitude. This is what he is saying to the believers. And as I say repeatedly, it's mutuality. It's throughout the brotherhood. Indeed, the whole passage long before this verse, uh, back into the next uh, earlier chapter, previous chapter, it's all been about this mutual expression of love, of hospitality, of instruction, of discipline, of care, and now this humility. Uh, and he enforces his doctrine, the apostle. He, he enforces it uh, by quoting Proverbs 3, verse 34. Fairly loose uh, citation, but it is a quotation from Proverbs 3, verse 34. This is the incentive. Uh, are you proud, he said? Then God is against you. God opposes the proud. Are you willing to be humble? Then God will give you grace. He gives grace, he honors those who are humble. So it's a duty, it's a privilege, uh, it's a responsibility. Richard Burnham has something to say on it. Now, he wrote in the plural, which he's quite right to do, because it is a mutual thing within the ecclesia, but I'm going to change it into the singular. Humility the Lord beholds with an approving eye. In humble souls he takes delight. For such on him rely. In their own views they nothing seem, For Christ is their great all, And tis their highest happiness Before his cross to fall. Thou humble Jesus, give us all, You see, this is what Burnham said, I'll make it singular. Thou humble Jesus, give me 
all my nothingness to see. Not in myself I dare to boast, but humbly trust and boast in thee. Lord, conquer pride, that swelling sin, bid all its powers depart. May it, may I now walk thy sacred paths in lowliness of heart. May I be more like saints above, who all thy glory see, who cast their crowns at thy dear feet, and lose themselves in thee. Yes, but I'd like to add a cautionary note. It is good to pray for it. Yes, I need humility, yes. But it doesn't come, my friend, uh, as a package. We should be given opportunity to be proud. Then we can exercise humility. And it's not just a prayer. It's a duty. It's a privilege. If you know these things, says Christ, truly happy, blessed are you if you do them.